How I Met Your Mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? Do you really want to know? <laughs> I, I really do know. Um, yeah, it's not uh, the best time in our lives for a lot of reasons. Things are chaotic a little bit, but, you know. We should start by, not to start on such a downer note, but I want to mention that Tyler Smith, my co-host on my other uh, podcast, Battleship Pretension, uh, is in the hospital with a, a long-term, pretty serious and very sudden and unexpected illness. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, if you um, want to know more about what's going on, and more importantly, if you want to help in any way, yeah. you can find out more at caringbridge.org slash visit slash Tyler and Jennifer Smith. So you can find out more there, and you could, there's also a link there to the GoFundMe for the uh, uh, quickly mounting medical bills that this is uh, is is causing to to pile up for for Tyler and Jennifer and their family. So yeah. um, we love the Smith family, yes. and we're thinking about them every day. Yeah. So um, please do. Yeah, uh, if you if you care to check out caringbridge.org/slash/visit/slash Tyler and Jennifer Smith. So anyway, yes, that's what we're doing. That's how we're doing. Um, And there's other stuff going on. It's just like a a very crazy uh, time. But I guess we're here to take our minds off it for a little bit by talking about friends and how I met your mother. Yeah. Every week we watch an episode of each show and and compare, discuss, you know, contrast, all that sort of thing. Today, um, we are on season three, episode 19 of both shows the penultimate episode of how i met your mother uh, mother season three by the way um season three episode 19 of friends is called the one with the tiny t-shirt season three episode 19 of how i met your mother is called everything must go but we're gonna put a pin in everything must go and we're gonna start off by talking about season three episode 19 of friends the one with the tiny t-shirt so we get uh we're on a roll with these perk opening we get we open at the perk yeah um uh, Rachel's sitting at the at the counter, um, which they don't normally do. Yeah. Uh, and and we and Gunther is sort of like um, we hear his we hear Gunther's inner monologue. Yeah. You know, uh, practicing. Um, asking her out. Act, act asking her out. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound like he's got it down yet. He no. says, "Do you want to get lunch as my lover?" As a lover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had this is the. Uh, only the second time I think of we, when we've heard inner monologues. The other time being when Chandler tossed uh, Janice out of the bed, right? Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Um, it's such a Seinfeld thing that, like, you know, I'm used to, like, hearing Seinfeld inner monologues. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Gunther, um, that's, so that's the, the, the cold open. It's just a little uh, 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 tag there. Um, or not a tag. We get a tag at the end. Just a little, little gag, I guess is what I'm saying. When the episode starts proper, um, John Favreau as Pete and Monica are coming back from a date. It seems to be some nice banter or whatever. Monica gets home. Everyone's at her apartment, of course, and reveals that she's just not that into him. Mm-hmm. Um, reveals to her friend. She hasn't brought herself to tell Pete. Yeah. Because she feels like this guy's like funny and nice and he's into me. And oh, yeah, he's like super rich. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, what's wrong with me? But she just like. Isn't feeling it. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know who is feeling something 
is Joey, who like dances in and dances out, and it turns out he he got a big new part. Yeah. In a in, in a, a play. In a play. In a play. Uh, and so we go from there to the first day of rehearsals, and uh, his his co star is played by Dina Meyer. Um, an actress that I recognized immediately from Starship Troopers because I watched Starship Troopers oh, so many times. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, as, as a I don't as know a what teenager. I know her from. Well, is it not Starship Troopers? It's not. Well, I can tell you what you would have seen her in most recently. What's that? A show that you and I, when I say a show that you and I watched together during the pandemic that I loved and remember very well and that you have banished most memories of. What show do you think I'm talking about? Mm, the one with the puppets? <laughs> no. I'm talking about Showtime's The Affair. Oh, God. One of my favorite shows. she was in The Affair. So she was only in a couple episodes in the fourth season. Do you remember when you don't? You have, like... I remember this show so well, you don't remember. But, um... Uh, well, now I've forgotten uh, Ruth Wilson's character's name. has <laughs> Allison. Allison. Um, Allison. Do you remember Allison has disappeared in season four? <laughs> and we like thought that her dad was dead, but it turns out her dad is played by John Matheson is alive. And, and, uh, Noah and, uh, what's, what's Josh, uh, Joshua Jackson's character's name? Pete. I can't remember what his name Cody? is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rain. <laughs> Huck. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Um, they go to visit him to see if he knows where she is, and his new wife is played by Dina Meyer. So that's the most recent thing I think you would have seen her in. But I, of course, know her pretty much solely from from Cole. Starship Troopers. Cole. Cole. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. So yeah, Dina Meyer is is the the co-host, and and she doesn't think much of Joey because he's a soap and infomercial actor, and she's a serious stage actor. The right? co-host. Co-star. Co-star. Yeah. Yeah, we're co-hosts. Yeah. I was looking at my co-host. Yeah. So it was a forged slip. Yeah. Um, Rachel uh, is confiding to... We're back at the perk, and Rachel confides to Phoebe that, like, she doesn't want to date anyone. Mark asked her out. I missed yeah. that. Mark yeah. asked her out, but she she's like, I don't want to date anyone. It still feels like I'm cheating on Ross somehow. Yeah. So, you know, Phoebe's like, you're, you're not over him. Um... Wow, the whole facade, though, of Mark, like, oh, he's just my coworker, he's my friend. Like, it's a little... But that was true for her. That was true for her, yeah. But he was playing the long game. Yeah. Ross was right the entire time. Yeah. I mean, his behavior was not right. No. But he was he was correct about Mark. Um, so, wait, where was I? Okay, so, uh, the Joey, <laughs> Joey comes home, and he's complaining that everyone at his new job, his new gig is like making fun of him. Cause he started an infomercial about like, not uh, being able to open, not being able to open a milk carton. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all giving him liquids to open. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he's like, and then he says, when I can't do it, they make fun of me. It's <laughs> yeah. just funny that yeah. he, actually he actually has trouble yeah. <laughs> opening milk cartons and stuff. Um, but then Ross shows up and he's like, Rachel asked me to stop by. I think she's gonna, you know, beg for me to come back or something like that. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Ross just never seems to read the situation quite right. No. Um, but it turns out Rachel just wanted to give him back a box of his stuff. Um, including, I thought this was kind of harsh, like something that he gave her as a gift. Yeah. 
even though it was like a free thing, like it wasn't like a thoughtful yeah, gift, but it was still, still something he gave her. Yeah, he picked it out and yeah. gave it to her. I still think it's kind of it was kind of mean of her to put that in there. Yeah. Uh, but then Ross, being a baby about it, if you can imagine, starts saying, "Well, this isn't all my stuff. I want more stuff." And like he wants uh, the T-shirt that Rachel sleeps in, which is a T-shirt from when he was a teenager. It's, it's a Frankie says relaxed T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so she 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 gives it to him, and he like wears it. Oh, that's the tiny T-shirt. Yeah. So he pretends like he wants it, and she's yeah. like, oh, it won't even fit you. And then we see that Schwimmer's got bod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Right? Yeah. Yeah, when he puts fit. on that uh, tiny, tiny T. Yeah, proper fit. Yeah. Um, and then I love this. I This, you know, and you ha- like on sitcoms when they go on little field trips. Mm-hmm. I like... When there's a new friend or significant other who gets to be, like, part, part of, the, of the gang yeah. a little bit. Yeah, like, I like remember, that. like, not that we either of us really liked Victoria, but when Victoria was, like, hanging around with, with Ted, you know, and she was just, like, at the apartment hanging around with the friends. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. So we got Pete is just, like, at the perk. But, of course, these other dudes don't have any chill. Right. Which m- m- makes me realize that, like, Richard was right to not, like... To she's a distance. <laughs> he tried to be their friend, and they're they're uh, complete dorks. Uh, they can't stop talking about how much money he has. There's some kind of funny stuff in there, but um, um, yeah. But Monica, like, he leaves, and Monica like won't kiss him goodbye, and and, and um, it kind of made me realize that like Monica and Rachel are in different ways, both having like issues with committing to dating. Yeah, you know, they're both going through through similar things there um back at the rehearsal now dina is just outwardly complaining to the director about joey kate her name her yes you're right her name is kate i i wrote dina entirely in my notes yeah because i knew her name and i forgot yes kate the actress is um is uh complaining to the director about about joey and and she doesn't understand why her character is into him in the first place um and there's some some funny stuff there, you know, because it says it in the script. That's funny that Joey says, uh, but then he says like a mean thing too. Yeah, he says a mean thing. Um, calls it a b word, but yeah. like in a roundabout way. Um, but still, that's what he did. Yeah. Uh, oh man, there is something stuck to my phone screen that's driving me crazy. Okay. Yeah. There's a little piece of tortilla chip. And it wouldn't come off. <laughs> like a tiny, tiny little sliver. Yeah. You know the chips, they like they shatter. Yeah. Um, that's way, way off topic, but there's a, every time I drive from our home, from the Trader Joe's we go to, to here, I pass a Popeye's and it has a sign in the window that says not like, love that shatter crunch. What? Like the, the, the fried skin on the chicken, like is so crispy that it shatters when you bite into it. Is that true? It probably is true, but it's also like. It doesn't seem like an appetizing word. No. It's like when I see burgers described as beefy. It's like, <laughs> it's like I get what you're going at, going for, but like, that's not enticing me to like. I know the burgers are beef. Beefy doesn't seem like a. I guess if you want like something crispy. But uh, shatter, I feel like it makes me think of like, chewing on glass. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like people who want to eat that just want to like destroy things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, how did we get on to shatter? 
you had a tortilla on your phone. <laughs> I didn't love that shattered crunch. It was a tor- there was a tortilla, yeah. tiny little piece of tortilla on my phone. Um, uh, okay, so there, then oh, go ahead. Nothing. Please. No, it was just a sidetrack. That's what I love. Okay, so like the whole like ad, the whole like fast food ad slogan where it's like crush like it. I think it appeals to like a masculine, like destructive side. Like well, it's Carl's want... Jr.'s thing, especially. Yeah. Right. And Hardee's. Yeah. They definitely like, go for that demographic. Food that's like makes you feel aggressive when you eat it. It's uh, like you're masculine when you eat something. Mm-hmm. It's always around meat. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I was listening to a podcast once. I can't remember what podcast it was, but there was like a woman on the on the on the on the show and she was talking about how she loves burgers but she has more than once just like decided not to order a burger because it was called something like the widow maker or like something like like this burger is for men yeah 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 anyway yeah burgers are for everyone is what i say or no one at all we shouldn't eat meat probably not (laughs) anyway moving on Um, chandler and ross uh are coming home from a spirited game of tennis i guess and they spy Rachel and Mark headed out on a date. And so Ross goes inside Chandler's apartment and just apparently spends just three hours looking through the people. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for Rachel to come home. That's and then Rachel treat. comes home and goes inside. And Mark goes inside with her. And Ross is freaking out. And Chandler has to, like, tackle him. Keep, yeah, yeah. There's jump a lot on his of back. Friend tackling on this show. <laughs> what else? There's, like, so many instances of a friend, like, tackling another friend yeah. to. To keep them from getting to the phone or checking right. the answering machine. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, he's grabbing on him and finally, finally stops him from, from leaving. Meanwhile, we're in the apartment. Mark tries to kiss Rachel, and Rachel is, like, has, has to come clean. Like, I'm not into this, so she's doing this to make Ross jealous, which Mark takes in stride and, like, makes jokes about yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then he, I guess Mark fucks off or whatever. Hopefully we never see him again. Yeah, <laughs> and then um monica accompanies pete to a fancy hospital fundraiser um which is weird do they have these kind of parties at the hospital like doesn't yeah. the hospital and they're to- opening like a new wing yeah and it's you know in someone else's name you know what it made me think of hello again hello again yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'm like yes they absolutely do this based on my <laughs> based on the documentary hello again yeah. where uh, dead shelly totally uh, long comes back to life yeah yeah um uh yeah so hello I use, again what a what a movie <laughs> what a strange movie but they actually do have events at like hospitals and clinics okay. yeah okay um joey so, go ahead Oh, I was going to say it was, I, I don't know if you're going to get to this, but when he does like the ribbon cutting on his way out, he does like the yeah, photo op like and the ribbon. Yeah, ribbon cutting because, he, yeah, he's, he's in the middle smooth. of being broken up with essentially. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of like, why not like him? Like, Yeah, but she doesn't. Catch. She can't make him make herself like him. Like him. Um, Joey is uh, still complaining about how Kate, I wrote Dina, but how Kate is treating him. And Chandler sees through what's really going on, which is that Joey has a little bit of a thing for Kate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the next rehearsal, when they're supposed to kiss in the play, Joey really lays one on her. Yeah. Right. Like She's knocks into her, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, takes her back. Um, it's not a uh, Halle Berry 
uh, Adrian Brody type Adrian of situation. Brody no, situation. she's into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, it's not a heli belly. Heli belly. Inside joke. Um, uh, but it turns out Kate is dating the director. Yeah. Joey's crestfallen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then uh, at the end of the episode, we're back at the apartment where everyone hangs out, and um, Phoebe's talking about Spider Man and pronouncing it Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And Chandler's like, "There's a difference between someone's last name and and you know, there's a someone's name is Goldman doesn't mean they're a gold man." And um, um, so, uh, but then the the. The final button on, on the episode, before the tag at least, is that Ross has brought a box of Rachel's stuff to get back to her, and it includes the t-shirt. He's given her back the t-shirt. It's just nice. a t-shirt in a box. And oh. it's like symbolic of, okay. We didn't see inside the box. I assumed there was more stuff. Well, no. She's like, oh, there's just, and it's just a t-shirt. Oh, there's just a t-shirt. Oh, I didn't I think realize. I didn't realize that. that. Was, I assumed it was just like on top. That was the impression that I got. But the tag at the end, we get Chandler and Phoebe fleshing out this gold man uh, superhero idea who can turn things into gold. And then um, uh, Phoebe agrees to play Chandler's game, which is like quick draw on the recliner to see who can like recline their feet fastest. Yeah. And then credits. Yeah. Yeah. Any other spray, uh, spray observations? Stray observations before we move on to funniest moments? Uh, no. Uh, my first funniest moment, I only have two. My first funniest moment was when Kate is first making fun of the infomercial that he was in. And he was saying, like, you know, I'm acting. I know how to pour open a carton of milk. Like, it's just acting. And then she says, and at the end, <laughs> you choked on a cookie. And he goes, yeah, that was real. <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know if this was, like, as funny as, uh, well, just a little bit funny. When Ross and Rachel are arguing, they always, like, make jokes within the argument that, or maybe it's a funny delivery of an argument. Um, But when, uh, yeah, we already talked about the mug, the dinosaur mug. Yeah, yeah. And Ross is like, but that was a gift. And she's like, it was just a free thing from the gift shop. And he was like, it's a gift from a gift shop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only other thing that really made me laugh was at the beginning after Gunther's practicing his his approach with Rachel and then he chickens out and then Mark asks her out instead and he goes in the back and then we just hear a bunch of like crashing yeah. <laughs> and smashing. Yeah, and then yeah. he said, I broke a mug. Oh yeah, I broke a mug, yeah. Um, I wrote down... Oh, when Joey comes home complaining about Kate and how much she's, like, annoying him. Dina? Okay. Frustrating him. I should be calling her Dizzy. That's her character's name on Starship Troopers. Okay. Um, And Chandler says, someone's got a crush. And Joey says, can we focus on me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do you have more? No. Oh, I also have... uh, When um, they are at the perk talking to Pete, they're... um, Naming states after him, and there's some funniness that yeah. comes. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later, maybe. Oh, we will. Okay, maybe. maybe. Um, before we move on, I didn't ask. Have you seen Starship Troopers? No. Oh. I've seen. It's a bit, really good movie. I've seen bits of it, but not in its entirety from start to finish. Well, you know, you and I have talked about doing an idea, like when we get to the end of of these the show. What what is this show? Do we hang up our spurs or do we continue the show? And one of the ideas was that. 
one of my ideas, I don't know if you were into it, that over time we watch every movie that every all 11 cast members of the two main casts are in. We would watch Starship Troopers in that case because Neil Patrick Harris is in. Right, okay. That is such a daunting task. Well, we have to do it all at once. It would last forever. Right, right. <laughs> want to do this forever? Yeah, I do. Okay. Do I want to keep joking and laughing with my wife? Yeah. It's super fun. But for I don't even care if anyone's listening. Yeah. This is, like, so much fun. Yeah. I'm still <laughs> under the impression that no one's listening right now, so it's fine. We'll do this anyway. Um, well, that's not, that's not true. We have a segment where people... Oh, that's Although I don't know, if, because of like Toronto on an anniversary and stuff, like we're recording way in advance, so I don't know if we have any correspondence this week because the last episode hasn't posted yet. Yeah, I'm literally posting it tonight after we finish this. Um, okay, so we should move on to friends, but make it fashion. Yes. All right, I'm going to start before you are able to comment on it. No. Gunther's vest no. in the opening scene. Yeah, the spade. Giant. Well, first off, I want to start with his tie. Which looks like a chessboard, black and black and red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's wearing, I can't remember what his shirt is, but his vest, bright red, with, yeah, a big black spade, like yeah. a, the, not a gardening tool, but yeah. like the suit of uh, cards. And then the back, the like silk lining on the back of the vest is like black and white stripes, mm-hmm. like an old timey, I don't know, prison yeah. uniform, except vertical, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it was crazy. It was a crazy look. Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, it was notable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you have? Um, I had that. Um, I really liked um, Monica's uh, turtleneck. A bur- Burgundy turtleneck. Burnt Sienna. I oh, you wrote Burnt Sienna? Yeah. Is it? Maybe I'm wrong. Isn't Burnt Sienna a little more orangish? There's a more it's orange It's more in it? orgy, orangey brown. At first, I wrote um, Brick turtleneck but then i'm like no that's more burnt sienna huh it registered as more burgundy to me hmm. or my favorite color to say oxblood it kind of looked like oxblood it wasn't oxblood no but i like saying it yeah. it was more burgundy i think you say burnt sienna i don't think it was that orangey listeners call to action yeah. correspond with us yeah. what color in season three episode 19 of friends the one with the tiny t-shirt when monica wears a turtleneck that's like, what is it like? It's like a very soft, is it like velour? What is the fabric? It's not velour. <laughs> um, but she wears a velvety big turtleneck in this episode. Tell us what color it is. I say burgundy. Now this is burnt sienna. Hmm. You tell us. I mean. What is that? Burnt sienna. But all these say burnt sienna. Yeah. This is what I, that's what I picture. The listeners can't see at all. That's what I picture. This is like. Like grandma's den paneling is <laughs> what that looks like. Uh, that's what I picture when I think of burnt sienna. Well, I think of like the Crayola colors. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, All right, call to action. What color is Monica's turtleneck in season three, episode 19? Um, is it my turn now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just have one more at the in the final, well, not the tag, but the final scene scene. Rachel comes home from work. In, this is a great episode for just startling red. Yeah. She comes home in a startling red blazer. Mm-hmm. It was very fetching. I thought she had a cute uh, date night dress when she went out with Mark. Okay. It was like a mini dress. Yeah, it was very, dress. yeah. Um, Small. It looked cute on her. All right, but it wasn't like, um, it was small and short, but it wasn't like 
form-fitting like a lot of the stuff that Rachel sometimes yeah. wears. It was yeah. more like flowy a little bit. Yeah. It was kind of like a, um, yeah, what is it? What is it called when it's just straight down? I knew the word for it. Is that a shift? No. Uh, no. Um, but also, shift. like, Ross is so typically, so I think I was so caught off guard by his bod because, like, he's <laughs> so typically in, like, big, heavy sweaters and jackets. Yeah. So when he takes it off and puts on a tiny shirt, yeah, it was really startling to me. But I do think it's it's always been apparent to me that David Schwimmer, on the show at least, has pecs and shoulders and upper arms. Yeah, it always seems so. like I guess it just like seemed really more see pronounced. That. And they're yeah. all like super hot actresses. Like right. they all have great bods no matter what. It was just a little shocking. Um, what's under the umbrella in this episode? Uh, Gunther loves Rachel. Uh, there are a lot of words that we don't use anymore for good reason. Did you notice all of them? Yeah. Well, there, yeah, there was the there one was that, the R that, word. that Dina says. Sorry, Kate says the R word. The R word, yeah. the B word. Right. Um, uh, Which I say, I say the phrase son of a bitch a lot. Yeah. When we're talking about our dog, we can use it. <laughs> She Sometimes, is. like, when I want to shock you, I'll say it. Yeah. Because I normally say B word. Um, or you just say B, usually. Yeah. But, yeah, sometimes it does shock me. Um, uh, I think it's Monica who says midget rodeo. Oh, yeah, we that's don't right. That. We don't say, yeah, I don't like that word. No. Yeah. Um, so just know that when I say it, it's to call out the data dialogue. And it's we've talked yeah. about it before. It's a... A different time. Yeah. Um, sure. But yeah, we're still able to call attention to it. Um, also, oh. Go ahead. Under the umbrella. Yeah. Um, we got a real dose of Chandler being a good friend. To when Ross. When he tackles Ross yeah. and tells, like, tries to comfort him. Good in friends his tackle each other. Chandler way. Yeah. Of, like, soothing him but still being, like, quippy and sarcastic. But, yeah. like, he's, you could tell he cares about his friend. Yeah. Um... Last thing under the umbrella for me, I liked that um, when Monica comes home from her date and everyone's there, she says, hello, people who do not live here. And yeah. just like acknowledging that it is weird sometimes yeah. that everyone is always at Monica and Rachel's apartment. And she gives them the emergency key and the emergency was they were out of Doritos. Right. But like my question is, well, who was out of Doritos? Because you don't all live together. Right. I think that's the joke. Yeah. That they were all out of Doritos. <laughs> they were all out of Doritos. So they call out the brand name. Okay. Let's do a little props to the props department because... They called out the brand name Doritos. We didn't see a Doritos bag. However, when we were on the, we're at the um, rehearsal for the play, we see Lipton tea. So it's not quite Lipton tea. Right. And we see sweet low, not sweet and low, (laughs) but we see like the the letters cut out. Um, Yeah, I like how you have to say it like you're. You know when you're do when when in movies and TV shows some people are like on the phone and they want to like pretend they want to get off the phone they're like I'm going in a tunnel uh, 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 yeah. yeah so that's how they, yeah. <laughs> you're so, breaking up so, uh, uh, yeah yeah uh, all right should we take a quick break yeah. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back from our quick break, and we are ready to talk about Season 3, Episode 19 of How I Met Your Mother. This one's called Everything Must Go. Now they take it away. Oh, okay. So we start out with um, Ted talking about Uncle Barney, even though at this point they're still not cool with each other. So he's still telling the story about Uncle Barney and how we get a little reminder of Barney continually being slapped by women and then the mystery woman who talks to Lily at McLaren's like don't he slept with me and then left me and never called don't trust him he's bad Um, so Barney sees this person leave and then runs out and sees one woman who thinks it's her and it's not there's a funny bit that I don't know if it's in your funniest moments but when he he thinks he grabs it and he's like sorry did I sleep with you and then never call you back and she goes no and he starts to run away and turns around what are you doing Friday yeah yeah I guess I didn't think that was that funny um, but then he finds the woman from the back go into a cab and it turns out to be Abby Brit Brit or if he says Amy Amy yeah and, and then Ashley a, a running joke that he yeah. calls her by the wrong Amber. name Amber the one, one time he accidentally calls her by the right name which is even funnier yeah um, so they're in the cab, and she said, like, yeah, you slept with me and never called me again. And um, and then he says, yeah, but you're in love with my best friend, Ted. And even she calls him out and says, like, mm, Marshall's his best <laughs> <Yeah>. friend. <laughs> and he said, no, we've been best friends for seven years. Yeah. Um, that's under the umbrella, but that's fine. Um, meanwhile, we go to Lily's kindergarten class and a little girl is showing her pictures of her rainbow yeah. and she eventually like, um, okay. Um, she gets fed up and then s- screams at a child and who won't paint anything but a rainbow, who won't paint anything but a rainbow. Um, the next day they're at the apartment and Marshall comes in and he's really distraught and they have money woes because the they have to fix the floors. Yeah. The floors that are slanted. Slanted yeah. in their um the home that their is stinky in apartment. Stinky apartment. Um and they only need fifteen hundred dollars to fix it. I'm thinking so like I think because I thought about that too. I think it's fifteen hundred because the cause Marshall's like the guy says it's gonna cost more than the estimate. So what I think is happening here is it's fifteen hundred over what they originally estimated. What they already saved up. There's for. no way it's only fifteen hundred to like replace the floors in a in a Manhattan apartment. There's no way. Right. So I, I think what it means is that they need an extra fifteen hundred dollars on short notice. Okay. That's what I. That was my takeaway. Um. So he said, "Okay, it's like finally coming down to it. We're gonna have to sell your stuff, and that's Lily's clothes, like." Uh, Clothes that she designer clothes that she's been hoarding over the years because she has a problem with buying too many things. Yeah, what do you like? I, um, as someone who likes the clothes that I own, I felt very sad for Lily. Yeah, but she also is. like, 
her debt put Marshall and like and mm-hmm. them in a bad place, and this is the source of her debt. Like, it's not a it's not, Marshall's idea isn't the worst idea. No, right? It's a very good idea, especially since the clothes are all tacky as fuck. That yeah, I, I wasn't gonna say that, but yes. Yeah, they're, they're not, not cute, but. Uh, you know who disagrees is Robin, who thinks they're the height of fashion. Well, they're—I mean—they're they're a step up from what Robin usually wears. Yeah. I'll say if yeah. I had to say whose wardrobe is better, it's Lily's, Lily's is better, yeah, for sure than Robin's. Um, so they are packing up stuff, and then we get Ted talking about his red cowboy boots, and he thinks he's pulling them off. Um, there's some funny moments with his boots. Yeah, because he claims he doesn't have anything in his closet that he's never worn. Um, but everyone says he can't pull off the red cowboy boots, so he spends the entire episode wearing them. And weirdly, like, I feel like he's wearing them with the jeans tucked into the boots, which I guess is, like, maybe right if you're actually out cowboying. But I feel like in day-to-day life, if I see people wearing cowboy boots, the jeans aren't tucked in. Right. They're, like, the jeans are over the boots. Maybe they're wearing boot-cut jeans. Yeah. None of these people know what they're doing with clothes or shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Marshall's the best dressed character on the show. Me too. <laughs> I mean, like, I love He's that Barney likes. As well. Yeah. Uh, you and gay men uh, yeah. on the same page, apparently. Yeah. Um, I, I love that Barney likes nice clothes, but I always think I think his taste is a little tacky. Definitely tacky. Um, uh, so Lily realizes that she is a painter. Uh, I forget how that happens. Um, well, she says, instead of selling my clothes why don't i sell my paintings those go did for... she like stumble across one of her old paintings when they're going through stuff or something i just didn't remember how that popped up i know I that she's she a painter just, yeah, she's always yeah. been a painter uh, so yeah, she just thinks of herself as a painter so yeah she said it. and um marshall says something that she finds offensive and dismissive like you don't believe in me mm-hmm. um so she goes to like a gallery opening to try to sell her work and a woman reminded Someone I know once sold uh, or has sold a couple of paintings at, at art shows. I've been at a few gallery shows. And you've sold... I sold a two, few. Two, right? Yeah. One, like you could argue, maybe doesn't count because the person who bought the painting was the owner of the subject of the painting, <laughs> the hedgehog. Yeah. But then there was another one where it was just like... He would, a string. Be, he would like be an asshole if he didn't buy it. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, you painted you painted our friend Patrick's hedgehog, and he came to the art show and he bought the painting. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, because um, Jonathan is no longer with us. The hedgehog. Yeah. Um, hopefully, the painting is. But then another painting of a of a cat, not just any cat, of our cat. Someone, Literally some just, random person, just, just bought it. Yeah, bought it because it was a great painting. Yeah, yeah. Fun. So yeah, if so yeah, you, you're an, you're more a more accomplished artist than Lily. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, still, an animal connection, as we'll find. Yeah. Between your paintings and Lily's. That is true. So it, they start off at the gallery. No one buys it. There's a woman who's interested in her shirt, which yeah. just like triggers her more. Like, this is not yeah. for sale. Um, and then they try to sell at a coffee house. Um, she goes with Ted and Robin, and they try to like talk up her paintings, and he plays the part of like a pretentious douche, right. as Robin would say. Which he is. Not, yeah. not a big stretch. Yeah. Um, but all Robin could say is, like, it's a nice painting of a nice... Like, she doesn't know yeah. how to talk about art, which is fine. Um, meanwhile, Barney and Abby are having sex, and they're... Uh, they both hate Ted, they realize. Like, they're just talking... Well, she... 
hates him, but also He's is still in love, still with, in love him. with him. Yeah. She wants to have sex with him. Uh, Barney is obviously obsessed with Ted as well. Yeah. So they're <laughs> yeah. both kind of like feeding into each other's um, love, hate, obsession. Um, okay, so then Coffee House is unsuccessful. So she starts um, selling, trying to sell on the streets. And yeah. then we meet um, Matt, Matt Besser. Matt Besser. Yeah. Um, and he's Friend a of Battleship Retention, Matt Besser. Yes. He's a heroin addict selling tube stocks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he tells her her paintings suck. Yeah. Um, and then some gay men. Wait, can you tell me about the guacs? G-quacks? G- 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 uh, gay couple without kids. Okay. Yeah. For a while, we were... Um, dildos? Dildos. Dual income large dog owners. Yeah. Our, we never had a large dog. Yeah. I think both of our dogs have been medium. I don't know. Our last dog was medium, maybe on the larger side of medium. And our current dog is on the smaller side of medium, but they weigh the same. Because our current dog is a big old dense. (laughs) She's she's thick. She's, yeah. (laughs) She's thick. Um, She's 25 pounds, which is like, I think, medium. Yeah. It's not a, she's not a small dog. But if you were to look at her... She seems small. A little lady. Yeah. 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 She's a pocket pit. She's real cute. Um, so then, yeah, the, the G quacks buy one of her paintings for $500. It turns out they only wanted it for the frame. Mm-hmm. Um, Barney and Abby in the meantime. So they decide to uh, make Ted jealous with a proposal. So they come into McLaren's. Wearing the same, they dress as twins. They're wearing blue yeah. sweaters. So I think Abby wants to make him jealous, and then Barney, Barney wants to teach him a lesson to teach him how lame he is. Yeah, to like say like, oh yeah. look, I'm gonna propose. See how pathetic it is. Like that's yeah. you. Yeah. But I I think it's an ill conceived plan <laughs> on so many levels. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he proposes to her, and even though she knows that it's fake. I guess she takes it seriously in the moment. Thinks oh, she's the not the brightest bulb. She's not. So she takes it seriously. She thinks the ring is real. Then she calls her mom. And she is uh, stressful population one, trying to plan a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what happens next. Um, oh, Robin is secretly buying the um, Lily clothes that are on a website. Yeah. Like kind of like a, a sell your closet type website. Yeah. Robin's buying them and her, her, go ahead. her screen name is Canada Lady. What is it? Well, um, Canadian. It's her, her email gives it away. It's Canada Girl at Metro News One. Yeah. Canada Girl. <laughs> um, uh, Marshall and Ted go to the G. Quack's apartment to mm-hmm. try to track down the painting. Um, and, of course, Ted is wearing his red boots. They agree that he's pulling it off, pulling them off, right? Yeah, which he's not. He's not. Um, I'm not saying he can't. Yeah. I'm saying that he, he didn't do anything else to his regular clothes. He's still, like, you know... Business schlumpy yeah. Ted, yeah, but just with bit bright, bright red cowboy boots. You can't just like do that. You no. have to have the whole. They have to be coordinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I could pull off red cowboy boots. Is what I, what I'm saying? Yes, I'm sure you could. Um, 
they tell him that they don't have the painting anymore. They threw it away. And then we see what really happens. What, like, the painting was in a dumpster and Larry Wilmore, <laughs> who's yeah. a vet. Dr. Greer the vet. Dr. Yeah. Greer the vet finds it and he says, <laughs> oh, wait. I'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he grabs her from the, from the dumpster yeah. and puts it in one of the vet offices mm-hmm. and this super mean little chihuahua named Muffin <laughs> yeah. is like so angry and mean and then when Muffin looks at the painting he's like calm yeah. and cool and chill same with Tidbit <laughs> same with the Hirschfelder triplets no it's Muffin Tidbit King Larry and the Weinstein triplets the Weinstein triplets I'm trying to remember what King Larry was he was a little terrier so Muffin was yeah. a um like you said, a chihuahua. Tidbit was like a big, like, like greyhound. a hound. Yeah. Not a greyhound, like a... Yeah. Yeah, like a bloodhound type, yeah. almost. Um, King Larry, I think, was like a wire-haired terrier. And then the yeah. Weinstein triplets, and we only saw from behind, were Dalmatians. Yeah. Um, Imagine having three Dalmatians? That would be, be a handful. That's too much. Dalmatians are, like, very energetic, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, usually kind of mean. Oh. Well, I don't know. No dogs are mean. No, some of them have had bad uh, upbringing. Yeah. With the hands um, of I love all dogs, and we're anti-animal actors, just so you know. We enjoy seeing them, because we yeah, love Muffin dogs. Yeah, Muffin was very cute, yeah. but yeah. Um, Muffin didn't opposed. know that he was... Or the actor who played Muffin doesn't even they know They did not consent. Yeah. Um, and then finally... Oh, so they end up selling a bunch of paintings to Dr. Greer... And then they start a website of more of Lily's paintings for veterinary clinics. Um, dogs love them. Birds hate them. Mm-hmm. Birds are flying into windows. Yeah. Killing themselves. Which is sad. Yeah. Um, and then finally, what happens when... Uh, okay, Barney t- tells Abby, I can't marry you. Right. Because Ted... He claims that Ted begged him not to because Ted's in love with her. Yeah. And so, then Barney yeah. gives Abby Ted's address. Yep. And tells him to go At in the middle in of the, the morning. night. Two or three in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Good friend. Good friend. Great friend. <laughs> Uh, I had, are you, if you're at the end, I have one other straight observation that we missed. Sure. That I wanted to talk about. Sure. There's a dress that um, Lily is particularly reticent to let go of. Oh, because, because she got a she got cat called in the dress, and yeah. Robin's like, "Ooh, like so, like that's weird." Given how like the conversation about that sort of thing has become more prominent, that yeah. that she would be like so happy to be cat called. Yeah, it's like we're anti cat calling, but then also it kind of played in to the I think pretty valid complaint that a lot of um, times. There's a there's a racist tinge to like yes. white white women complaining yes. about being catcalled, yes. and so to have a black guy go damn, which is like kind of like a stereotypical thing for a black guy to say on the yeah. on the street, uh, also felt like this is like dated and yes. problematic. Yes, in 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 more than one way. On two levels. Yeah. 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 Um, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, dated language. We haven't gotten into similarities, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, then, should we move on to the funniest moments? Yeah. Okay. Um, you go first. Hey, free painting. <laughs> That's what Larry Wilmer says? Yeah. 
Uh, well, my favorite came from the other big name guest star, Matt Besser, when he's saying he's going to sell when he get, makes money from selling two talks, he's going to sell buy buy heroin. And Lily's like trying to make small talk and goes, "Do you like heroin?" And before she even finished, he goes, "Love it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's not a line, but just um, the name tidbit for a dog is yeah. is good. Um, I only have one more. Do you have any more? Mm. Because my next one... Oh, go ahead. You... No, I don't. Okay, because my next one is a transition into Make It Fashion. The hardest I laughed in the entire episode was when Barney and Abby, pretending to be like the dorky, happy couple, come into McLaren's in matching like periwinkle V-neck sweaters. Mm-hmm. So that's a funniest moment and a Make It Fashion moment. Okay. So let's move on to how I meant to make it fashion. Okay, yeah, I did rate that as uh, the matching blue sweaters. Um, obviously, the red boots are notable. Um, I liked one of Lily's dresses. It was blue and white. Okay. A-line, I don't know how to describe it. I don't remember that one. Okay. It was very, like, Jackie O style. Well, I remember at the... Um at the art show, she was wearing a big bow, which yeah. seems to be like a real go-to for the costume designers in the show. They're big bows, satin bows. Yeah. Uh, my only other one. Uh, speaking of pulling things off, uh, Neil Patrick Harris looks great in glasses. When he's being the dorky like guy, he's mm-hmm. wearing he's wearing glasses. A very, a very sharp look. Yeah. On him. Yeah. He's got a face for glasses. I wish I did because I like wearing glasses. You do. Nah. No. When you when you're not I wearing them, I don't have a face for anything. You do. It's no. the cutest face I've ever seen. No, it's it's horrible. I look like Charlie Brown. <laughs> I look like if uh, if Charlie Brown was into microbrewing. That's what I. That's what my look Stop is. Stop it! <laughs> don't you dare! I'm trying to find my equivalent of what I look like. Um, a vision. Straight out of heaven. All right. You're just being mean. <laughs> no. Let's move on to what's under the umbrella. What do you got? Uh, well, we already talked about uh, Barney thinking that Ted's his best friend. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, this episode um, brought back two storylines that were actually one storyline. Like, the whole mystery the, of who's Barney's vengeful ex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and his... T- convincing these women to slap and or throw drinks in the face of mm-hmm. Barney uh, and Abby both came back and turned out to be the same person yeah yeah uh, the only thing I mean, we always wouldn't be us if we weren't you know a couple of humorless SJWs pointing out all the problematic stuff but uh, a lot of stuff is like is really homophobic all the gay yeah no country for straight men yeah but also just like the very uh, uh, one note like depiction of what gay, of the gay, uh, gay couple. men are yeah. like, you yeah. know, and they didn't even have the decency. Well, ha- while while embodying the stereotype, they didn't have the decency to at least be hilarious, like the gay couple on Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, the ribbon. <laughs> Who doesn't want to wear the ribbon? Yeah, but also the uh, armoire. Yeah, I think that's the is that that's the first time we see them, right? When they bully yeah. Kramer into giving them the armoire and yeah. then they come back for the AIDS walk episode yeah yeah um and I'm completely drawing a blank on that actor's name who says who doesn't want to wear the ribbon he's uh 
He's good at a lot of other things. Yeah. He shouldn't just be known for that. But, ah, shit, I used to know it. No, I can't remember. Um, all right, that's all I had under the umbrella. You? Nope. Yeah. Should it. we move on to similarities and differences? There's a lot. Uh, differences. I mean, there are a lot of different. I thought we'd just do similarities. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, this was mostly supposed to be about, like... I think my initial idea of this segment would be, like, how do these two shows approach the same topic in different ways? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, this is turned into us just, like, pointing out weird coincidences, which is kind of more fun. Yeah. Um, I've got a few. I have a few. Um, one of them being a uh, coffeehouse scene. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. And in that scene... Um, it's not to the extent of Ross and Rachel, but Barney and, uh, or sorry, Ted and Robin are arguing. So you've got exes arguing. Mm. Still part of the same friend group and arguing yeah. in both episodes. Also, like, being obnoxious in public spaces, making the coffee That's house like their own. That's episode of both yeah. shows, yeah. Um, also, there, I mean, this is a bit of a stretch, but, like, boxing stuff up. Lily's, like, clothing okay, and yeah. Ross and Rachel's belongings. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Abby pretends to be dating Barney to make Ted jealous, much the same way that oh. Rachel goes out on a date with Mark to make Ross jealous. Good call. But she doesn't realize it at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then up in the air as to whether, how much Abby understands about what's going on. Yeah. It's not as nefarious as yeah. Barney, of course. Um, and then finally, this is kind of a funny one, but... Um, there was, like, the whole bit about the chairs in Joey and Chandler's apartment yeah. as, like, a Western showdown. Oh! And then when when Ted, like, brings his, like, boots around, he yeah. gets, like, a he little, like... like yeah, Mosey's out. Yeah. Um, this one is not... I, I always, like, qualify, like... We mostly talk about similarities between the two episodes you watch, but we can also talk about similarities with the shows in general, right? Mm-hmm. We find out... That Pete has not one but two life-size storm stormtroopers in his home, as we know from last season or season one. So does Barney. Barney has one life-size stormtrooper. Um, because remember when Lily is yeah it's, uh, when L- Lily is staying with Barney when when Lily and Marshall are broken up, and she realizes that his like bachelor padness is a way to like keep women from wanting to hang around and she's like oh like the life-size stormtrooper and barney's like well no that's just awesome yeah yeah so they're both rich douchebags who love stormtroopers all right yeah <laughs> thanks for uh yeah sorry it was really engaging and some sorry. good banter there <laughs> no yeah you're right you're right you're right should we play favorites yeah all right three two one hi Friends. your mother <gasps> I love when we're on opposite pages. Yeah. I just thought this Friends was kind of, I don't know, snooze. Yeah? Snoozeville. I thought there was there was a lot going on in the How I Met Your Mother episode. We got a lot of scenes, and the scenes were all compelling. I didn't love everything about the episode, but it kept me interested. Yeah, I guess it's... Um, here's Here's... I, I like you. I don't like love Lily's clothes, so that's like a hard sell for that to hang a whole episode on that. Yeah. I also, you know, like the entire internet these days, love Britney Spears. Yeah. But like acting was is not. What Her she, acting is not great. Yeah. But um, Matt Besser and Larry Wilmore were fun. Yeah. yeah. The dogs were and fun. And there's dogs. Yeah, yeah, that's a big. But um, 
I'll be honest, I think a big part of why I like the Friends episode is I like Dina Meyer and I like that storyline. Joey's storyline was yeah. great. Yeah. And yeah, Chandler being a good friend to Ross was, yeah. was pretty great. This was not a, a strong Phoebe episode, which is usually something I like. I like a strong Phoebe episode. But I liked this Friends episode, despite yeah. Phoebe being a minor part of it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I, don't, I don't know if we have any correspondence to catch up on. Um, to be honest, we're, like I said... The most recent episode hasn't aired yet, and um, also, like... Things have been a little chaotic. Yeah, most of the correspondence I'm getting in terms of tweets yeah. and, and emails has been about uh, our dear friend Tyler. Yes. Um, and so I kind of haven't been that focused on that sort of thing. So uh, this will be the second week in a row we kind of, like, skip the... Uh, yeah. The, We're kind uh, of only... Catching up on our correspondence. Halfway here, you know? Yeah. But do let us know what color, um, first off, let us know what color uh, Monica's turtleneck was. Yeah. And also, do you think I could pull off red cowboy boots? I think I could. Mm. Yeah? Go yeah. ahead. No? You don't think so? No, I, yeah, I think, I think maybe. I think I could. Uh, well, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's called, How Were We Doing? And this is where we look at what's happening in the world, what was happening in the world on the days these episodes first aired. So, um, season three, episode 19 of Friends, which is called The One with the Tiny T-Shirt, aired on Thursday, March 27th, 1997. Now, I've, I've come to, like, um... The site that I use, I'm not going to name because I'm going to call them out, isn't always entirely accurate. Right. So I've come to, like, when I see something on there that's, like, interesting, I will go research and confirm. Yeah. So this site says that on this date, and I know you remember this, and everyone who was alive in America at this time remembers this, uh, 39 cult members in California can commit mass suicide. Yes. As the Hellbop Comet passes by. So this website is claiming that happened on March 27th. It didn't all happen. It's part of, part of what makes this story so creepy is that they committed suicide in waves over the course of days, and like the next wave would like prepare the bodies of the last, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, the last person probably committed suicide on the twenty sixth, but I think there was a there was a note sent to the police to check that address on the twenty seventh. So I think March twenty seventh is when people found out about it. But they were all already... They all were already died. Had, had died over yeah. the past, like, five days. Yeah. Such a creepy, uh, uh, upsetting... Very, very scary. Upsetting thing, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. If you're a younger person, or maybe this wasn't a big news outside of outside of uh, the U.S., uh, look up... Uh, they were called the Heaven's Gate cult, right? They were, well, and they, it they didn't call themselves with... a cult. But, uh, right. Uh, but they had nothing to do with the... Um, uh, Michael Cimino Western from 1980, Heaven's Gate. <laughs> Just a coincidence. I watched a, a documentary recently starting with um, David Koresh, and um, it went into the different cults and Marshall Applewhite and that whole, yeah, ch very chilling. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, that was a, a big deal at the time. Yeah. Top five songs in the U.S. that day. At number five, Tony Braxton's Unbreak My Heart. At uh, number four, Drew Hill's In My Bed. At number three, Jules' You Were Meant For Me. 
I like when Jill Wait, does the snag- milk voice thing. Snaggletooth songstress? <laughs> That's what the AV club called her. Yeah. Snaggletooth songstress Jewel. Um, <laughs> at number two, uh, the Spice Girls wannabe. And at number one, Puff, Puff Daddy's Can't Nobody Hold Me Down. Season three, episode 19 of How I Met Your Mother, which, as we've learned, is called Everything Must Go, aired on Monday, May 12th, 2008. Um, this was International Nurses Day, according to this thing. Um, a couple of nurses in my family, so that's, uh, that, that's fun. And then, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of bad shit happened. Like, earthquakes and tornadoes and terrorist attacks. It's just like a bad, it's a bad time. Yeah. Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez nationalizes steel firm Ternium Cedor, uh, which is mainly owned by Argentina's Techint. Techint? I don't know. Uh, remember when Hugo Chavez was like a hero of the left? Yes. I don't know how that turned out. Um, <laughs> top five songs in the U.S. <laughs> that day. Number five, Ray J's Sexy Can I, which I think, do we even bother looking that up? No. It came up last week too, I don't know. Number four, Usher's Love in This Club. Number three, Jordan Sparks' No Air. Number two, Lil Wayne's Lollipop. And at number one, Leona Lewis's Keep bleeding, keep, keep bleeding, love. All right, um, that's what was going on in the world. Now it's time for our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to figure out, try to guess what's going to happen next week on both shows, armed only with knowledge of the episode title. I'm going to look up those titles while Natalie vamps. Oh, uh, cedar-wrapped barbecue salmon, dill pickle mini falafel. Oat fudge bar. Red shrimp with ginger garlic butter. Tangerine cream bars. Okay, first, uh, um, normally I forgot, I, I had you vamp too early. Normally I, we look at how we did on this week's predictions first. And this is a very exciting. Um, Maui. Okay. Because I said... Rachel wears a tiny t-shirt on a date to arouse the green monster in Ross, but it turns out to be an actual child t-shirt, and maybe that child has been probably not, but I'm going with it. Um, that was not true, although I did get the idea like of the that Rachel trying to make Ross jealous. Mm-hmm. I did get that, but it doesn't give me a point. And I would assume that it was Ross as a child's t-shirt. Which it was. Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Yeah, so it kind of was a child's t-shirt. Uh, yeah, but it still doesn't fit the spirit of what I said. Okay. You said, Marshall and Lily throw together a quick estate sale to raise some cheddar for their stinky new apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. Which means, Are we we're tied? tied. I want, we might even, like, this, we're at near the end of the season. We might stay tied the rest of the season. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll see how that happens. Yeah. Okay. So, um, season three, episode 20... Of, uh, of, of, well, of Friends is called The One with the Dollhouse. The One with the Dollhouse. Um, I'm gonna say, um, Phoebe has a haunted dollhouse and 
uh, Joey <laughs> gets shrunk down and trapped inside. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but he he wears a like tiny Did you write like? No, he wears a tiny little um, uh, sleeping gown and floppy nightcap <laughs> and this is just a joke to you friends with a mouse <laughs> well I, don't know, I mean i'm really trying to pull ahead i don't want you know right mm-hmm. we're tied right now it would be bad for me if we were ended because i've got like way more episodes than you have left right bad for you know Better for me if we end tied. I've got a lot of chances now to make up and win this season. Yeah. So I'm really going to like give it my all with these guesses. So yeah. Phoebe has a haunted dollhouse and Joey gets shrunk down and trapped inside. But he wears a tiny little sleeping gown and floppy nightcap and makes friends with a mouse. That's what I think happens. Okay. <laughs> in, in that. Um, How I Met Your Mother Season 3, Episode 20, which is the finale of Season 3, by the way. Only a mere 20 episodes in this season. Okay. Um, is called... Miracles. Okay. Um, and it's the season finale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there'll be a series of miracles. Okay. Um, one being is Barney gonna find his way back into friendship with Are you asking Ted? Me? No, I'm thinking out loud. Okay. So it's a miracle that Ted and Barney are friends again. Okay. Um I know that it's wrong by the way you see it it takes um a miracle to reunite Barney and Ted. I mean, it'd have to at this point. And we're right? going to, yes, we're also going to see the repercussions of Abby having. Ted's address. Also, Abby will wreak some havoc. Right? Yep. Okay. Well, we did it. We talked about season three, episode 19 of both shows. You can find uh, this podcast where you found it, but you can also find posts for every episode at battleshipretention.com. You can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. That's very helpful. Or you can... Uh, oh, oh, hold oh, on. Oh, oh. What was that? I don't know. It was a bug of some sort. Right. <laughs> um, uh, Dave, Davey just murdered a bug in real time. <laughs> okay, you heard it. You heard it here. Uh, email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Follow, us on twi- follow me on Twitter and, and tweet at me on Twitter at Davey Pretension. Um, now that I feel it's so embarrassed, I forgot, but where do you want people to find you on the internet? 
uh, as a reminder, I don't. Uh, but if you like this episode, you should like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your mothers. Rate, review, give us five stars yeah, if you that. can. Let us know uh, what color Monica's sweater is and anything else. Whether or not you think I could pull off red cowboy boots. Yeah. Um, does David look like Charlie Brown? Who, with a beard? With a beard. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, until next time, see you in Mississippi. <laughs> I should have seen it.